Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding Masculine Evolution. I almost wanted to rename this episode something along the lines of masculine evolution from a feminine energetic calling in or from a feminine energetic standpoint or from a feminine standpoint it was wild how this came through really walked into this live this was actually recorded live on youtube um, if you ever want to join us live on YouTube, sign up for the newsletters on sabrinalynn.com. We always send out notifications when we're holding live recording sessions, and they're really beautiful. The comments are amazing, um, and sometimes I weave in um, different things that are being shared, and we do Q&A. So if you ever want to like throw questions at me, that is definitely the place to do it. Um, okay, but uh, really walked into this live not not knowing where this was going, really feeling this deep call to shine some light or to bring some love or to bring some consciousness or to give a space to this masculine evolution piece. Not masculine evolution gender-based in any way, but really the evolution within each of us and within the world and kind of what's possible and how do we call in the divine masculine? How do we call in the sacred masculine and we walk into this or we get to a point it's not the doorway in but what comes through through this conversation is the myth of Parvati and Shiva and the Shakti Shakti is Parvati um, in that particular form in that particular myth but her capacity as Shakti, as life force, as the radiance of life to call the sacred masculine into the world, into embodiment. To me, this is one of those exciting and amazing mysteries, um, exciting and amazing moments in time where this is now happening more and 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 more. It's almost as if the, and I talk more about this in the episode, the collective has gotten to a karmic tipping point where the feminine is at such a place collectively to be able to call in the masculine in this embodied new way that we haven't seen before. This gives me chills and goosebumps and uh, makes me so crazy excited to hold the challenge that's coming up. I know flavors of this will come into the rewilding challenge that we're doing in October. So you've maybe heard me talk about challenges. We do them every year. They're big, they're free. They're like four days of workshops and big rewilding um, practices and journeys. And I know that in this particular challenge coming up, we will touch into this theme. So if you're up for a big, beautiful, free journey, um, check out the links in the description, in the show notes um, on how to sign up. It's just name and email address so that we can send you the workshop access links. Uh, uh, I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Uh, I think that's enough for the intro. Enjoy the episode. Let's talk about what we crave in the masculine. I think this is a good doorway in. 
I'm a very feminine essenced being. I'm also a very masculine essenced being. And if I were to tap into my feminine and really sink into my feminine, and I'm gonna invite you to do the same, doesn't matter what body you're in, what gender or non-gender that you identify with, if you were to just feel into your feminine, the part of you that, I'll just give some words so we can all go into this experientially. If you were going to feel into your feminine, which is the part of you that flows, right? It's very flowy, it's very connected to life. There's a lot of energy that moves through the feminine. It's like radiance, it's like life force itself. It's all forms of life, it's emotions. Um, it's, it's, uh, how else do I want? It's, it's, uh, it's every weather pattern, right? Like I like to use this, if the masculine is the atmosphere, the feminine is every weather pattern that appears within the atmosphere, right? So if, if you were to feel into this, this feminine essence, to me, my feminine is also um, very, very embodied. It's, it's like life moves through my body. I feel everything. I sense everything. I um, become it, right? Like I become, if there's anger in the room and I'm really in my feminine, I will just become the anger. If there's joy in the room, if there's pleasure in the room, I just, I just become the pleasure. I become the joy. I, be, I become that. Right? And so in the becoming of that, in the embodying of life force, what is it that I crave? So in the embodying of life force, you know, you, you soften into. So feminine isn't, isn't like a pushing into. It's a relaxing into and opening up to. It's a very receptive state. I'm receptive. I'm very receptive to everything going on in the field. I'm very receptive to everything happening in my body, right? I'm very, I'm just, I'm very receptive and I just let, it's like I just let life move through me. That's the feminine. I'm, I'm legitimately letting life move through me in whatever form life is moving through me, right? And so when I'm in this state, when I, what I am craving, <clears throat> when I'm in this state, what I'm craving, I'm craving to let go of having to, hmm, let me find the right words for this because this is important. This is important because we could go down tricky rabbit holes. This is dangerous territory we're walking into. It's very tricky territory, very tricky territory. And I'll talk about that in a little bit why this is so tricky. But when I'm here and what I'm craving, I am genuinely craving I'm genuinely craving to let go of my masculine so that I can be more, right? I can feel more, I can express more, I can experience more. I'm, I'm craving to let go of thinking, of logic, of ration, of reason. I'm, I'm craving to let go of linear shit. I'm craving to let go of a mission of a goal, of a have to get somewhere. I'm craving to let go of it because I just want to, I just want to be, like, just let me be energy. Let me be radiance, let me be love. Let love just move through me moment to moment to moment to moment, however it wants to express, that's what I'm craving. And so in order to do that, I, I need to let go, right? Because then I have more, of myself that I can turn over and give over to the feminine. So instead of going 50-50, like 50% 50 of me is directing things, thinking about things, rational, logical, we have to get somewhere, we have to do something, there's something to accomplish. The feminine, 
doesn't want to accomplish shit. She knows that life is just doing life. And that's what it does. There is nowhere to get to. There is nothing to do. There is no goal to accomplish. Her purpose is being. It's being. It's just being. It's embodying. It's expressing. It's allowing as much life force and as much truth in what is in the moment to be. To be. That's it. That's it. Right? So the feminine, I'm watching this. I've been holding women's circles for almost a decade now. Right? And I'm watching. I'm watching the feminine step more and more and more and more into this. Right? We're, we're, we're awakening to more of this capacity. More of our, our pleasure. I see that one really loudly in the world. This capacity within the feminine to to embody and to express pleasure through her being, right? I mean, there's many other expressions of the feminine, right? But I'm also watching, we're moving more and more towards expressing like dark goddess, right? Like just fierce liberator, fierce truth teller through our bodies, right? We're, we're, we're moving and we're reclaiming these lost parts and we're moving beyond fear of expressing them, right? Like beyond the thing of, oh my gosh, if I embrace my feminine, I'm gonna be too much. I'm gonna be, we're kind of moving past this tipping point of like, fuck it, fuck it. This is feminine essence and it's called for right now, right? And so we're moving into that more and more and more and more, right? The feminine rising, the, I, I think, I don't think I need to say much more on that, right? And, and that's happening. We're able to express our emotions more. We're able to, right, it's all happening. But we're getting to this place of, well, where's the masculine meeting me? Like, where is the masculine? What, 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 I, I don't feel like I'm being met here. You know, I'm coming into this real fullness, right? Like real awake in my feminine, my full feminine, my, my sacred feminine. I'm awakening to mysteries held within the feminine. And then it's kind of like looking out going like, where, where is he? Where is he? Like, why is he not here with me? How is he not showing up? Where, where is he? Right, like hands up if you can relate to that. Leave a comment. Whether you're here on the live or you're watching on the replay, leave a fucking comment, right? Like, let's talk about this. Let's get real about this. Leave a, like, yeah, I'm totally experiencing that. Uh, here's how I'm experiencing that. Like, <laughs> Now here's, here's, the, here's the thing, here's, I love you all. It's so good to be here with you and it's so good to have like dropped into this space, right? It took us freaking long enough to get here, hey? <laughs> um, let me feel for a moment. This is interesting. This is really interesting and I'm gonna just throw it out there. Again, all of these conversations that I ever do, it's about you feeling for what's true for you. I'll say things that will resonate. I'll say things that you don't agree with. I, I respect all of it. I respect all of it. So just feel for how these different things land for you. Um, when the feminine um, moved into this evolving, awakening process, right? Like the rise of the feminine. <laughs> That's a very important word to pay attention to. The rise of the feminine, the reclamation of the feminine. It's as if the feminine process of 
awakening, we'll just call it awakening of, of embodying, of coming to fuller and fuller and fuller expressions and more and more of the mysteries held within the feminine being revealed, it's as if we really had to open the door to that which was hidden. We had to open the door to that which was hidden. And, and how many of you can relate to this? Opening the door for the feminine, opening the door to that which was hidden to reclaim, to allow to rise up, to allow to come through us and express through us, right? It was more dormant, more hidden, and we had to like dig deep to reclaim it. You know, there's like a dig deep to reclaim it, dig deep within self to like reclaim it, um, to find a way to allow ourselves to um, bring it up, rise of the feminine and to embody it and to express it outside of ourselves. Now let's feel into the masculine. Let's feel into the masculine. The masculine it's not so much that the masculine is dormant, right? Or hidden, where we have to dig deep, right? And we, we reclaim and it's like the rise. If we were to say the rise of the masculine, we would all fucking laugh our faces off. We don't need the masculine to rise. We need that motherfucker to evolve, right? We need, we, it's not the rise. I mean, the masculine energy is being expressed loudly in the world, loudly in the world. That's the patriarchy. What we need it to do is evolve, to take a different form, to take a different expression, to come out of <laughs> um, staunchy old, there was a word that I, I was feeling into last night as I was falling asleep thinking about the live. Um, the old boys club, the old boys club, right? And I don't know if that translates into other countries very well, but in America, oh, we know what the old boys club is, right? We know, that's like the men's only golf club where they're smoking cigars and drinking whiskey and they're doing all the deals under the table, right? Negotiating, the old boys club, right? We need the old boys club to fuck off, right? We need that power, that, that, we need that to evolve into a higher expression of masculine, a higher expression of masculine. So can you feel, can you feel like when we compare these two, it's that, and this is so hard to explain, but just bear with me. It's that the feminine, we go deep and we, you know, we like uncover and we reclaim, oh my gosh, here's my witch. Here's my inner witch. Ah. Oh. Right? Or here's my, um, here's my inner lover, right? I've gone in and I've like, here's my inner lover. I, where the masculine is, oh, the lover's right here, right? But he just wants to objectify and fuck your brains out because you're pretty, right? And wants to overpower you. Now I'm going real toxic, right? Like that's an expression of real toxic masculine. But it's right here, it's in our faces, right? It's in our, it's in our faces. And so it's, it can be harder to see. Are you following me? I know this is crazy. This is crazy, crazy. It kind of takes like a mystical brain to see this, right? And so just, just bear with me and keep feeling, keep your mind open, keep your heart open. But 
It's like the things that are right in our faces are the hardest to see sometimes. Like the wounded masculine can be the hardest to see because it's right in our faces and we've been looking at it the whole of our lives. We've been looking at it since the day we were born, right? We've been, we've, we've been acting from it the whole of our lives and we don't even know it. We've been, we've been acting from it the whole of our lives. We don't even know it. It can be harder to see, right? Because it's good. We've been looking at it forever, right? It's like, I look around a room that I've lived in forever and I stop seeing things. I stop, I, but I walk into a room new for the first time and I see, oh, that painting on the wall, oh, that plant over there, right? But if I've been in this room for 40 some years or how, however many years, I don't see it anymore. Like I barely see it. It's just become so familiar. It's become so familiar. So what I'm attempting to open the door to is wounded masculine, um, Unevolved, let's call it unevolved. I don't know what words to use here. This isn't at all like being derogatory toward it. It's just trying to have an open, vulnerable, raw, honest conversation and hoping that we can sort of wiggle out of the not seeing it, the, the, the unconsciousness of it, that we just can't, we, we can't put our finger on it and more into, okay, I'm gonna shift my vision Right? I'm going to shift my vision so that I can see what's right in front of my face. So that I can see where I'm acting from wounded masculine. So that I can see where it's happening. It's a family pattern that's been going on forever. Right? I can see. Here's the other thing. With the reclamation of the feminine, right? The reclamation of the full feminine. Um, hold on, I just lost the thread. Um, oh man, oh man. These are so tricky. Um, there's a bringing value. Uh, hold on a second. I've got it. I just need to find the right words to get us there. Um, okay, maybe I go with the masculine first. Part of the reason we can't see it, part of the reason we can't see where we're acting from wounded masculine or our family is or our lovers are or our children are starting to act from wounded unevolved, masculine, toxic, I don't know what word we want to use for it, right? Like, just not the highest expression of masculine that's possible. I don't have good words today. But we value it. There's a, there's, there's, this is part of the reason we can't see it and it's harder to see and it takes a different lens and it takes a different doorway in is because we place value on wounded masculine, right? We, we place, we, we still, um, look up to it. Do you see what I'm saying? Because we've been trained to look up to it. We've been programmed to look up to it. We've, we've been programmed that that's a value in society. That's a value when I express that through myself into society, right? That's a value when I, let's just use this one. When I operate from ego, here's a great example. This will make it tangible. I worked in sales for a while. This is my first job out of college when I decided not to go to medical school and just needed to take a little bit of time to figure out who the heck I was and what I wanted to do with my life. So I go into selling chemicals into like pharmaceutical companies. Crazy, crazy job. But I was rewarded when I would make decisions that made money, right? I was rewarded when I fit into the old boys club and 
maneuvered in that way. I was told I was rewarded with money. I was rewarded with praise. I was rewarded with love. I was rewarded with all of those things, belonging, acceptance, love, praise, when I would operate from a, a very unevolved masculine place, when I would fit in to how masculine power structures work. This is how we do business. This is how we make money. This is how we get new clients. This is how we raise our prices. This surcharge, this price increase, this, this, this and it's dodgy. Like I knew it in my 20s that some of it was just dodgy, right? It was just dodgy, dodgy, some lies, some manipulative stuff. It was dodgy, but I'm praised for it. And I'm told how great I am and I'm given more money and I'm given more stuff, right? So that's what we have to work out of. That is different than the feminine because the feminine being a witch when you're a little kid, being, being uber emotional, typically we're not told we're great for that, right? We're not, we're not rewarded for being fully in our feminine. We're told we're too much, like tone that down a little bit. Like your inconsistency, your wildness, your emotional nature, your not having a direction, right? Not having a goal is too much. So the feminine had a very different path of evolution. It was a reclamation. It was a bringing value to her. It was bringing, you know, worthiness, bringing like really this reclamation in herself. And that still is a big part of the feminine path. Like it's shifting and changing, but it still very much is. Or the masculine path is I have to really let go of all of the entrenchment that I have into let's just call it patriarchal, unevolved, masculine ways of being. And let me tell you, it is insidious and it is everywhere and it is almost all of the things that we do. It's, it's, it's wild. It is so fucking much. And when we start to evolve our masculine, it is gonna rip us apart. It'll rip you apart in a, in a beautiful way, in a, in a beautiful way. When we, um, let me feel for a second. Um, we all long to belong. It's a human natural instinct, right? To belong, to, to belong, um, to, um, to feel worthy, to feel we are of value, to feel we are bringing something, right? We, it's, it's a very like base primal drive. And if we've been told that we belong because of unevolved toxic masculine patterns that we're expressing out into the world, this is deep and big. This is big. This is hard. This is going up against um, a big force coming at you, right? There's a reason that it's hard to see this. There's a reason that it's really easy to place toxic masculine outside of ourselves. 
there's a re- there it, like it's very easy and that can be a doorway in it can be a doorway in is to look at where is toxic masculine outside of myself where do i see wounded masculine outside of myself and then go where do i do that what where do i do that in this is another broad generalization and again you feel for how this resonates for you or what this touches in you when i hold long-term programs six-month journeys 12-month journeys 18-month journeys these longer-term programs where we get to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper we work with power we work with both dynamics of power over and all of the pain that we hold in our bodies around um, being abused, being objectified, being um, dimin diminished in some way, right? Like all of the power over us. So it's it's working in not victim in a in a bad place, but the, but the the this has been done to me. This hurts. I have grief there. I have rage there. I have pain there because something's been done to me. Something has something inappropriate has been done to me. Some sort of wounding has been done to me. That's one side of the coin. That's more, this is a broad generalization, that's more the feminine side of the coin. It's more the feminine side of the coin. This has been done to me. And then that's, that's a very powerful place to work. How do I find forgiveness? How do, like it's forgiveness now for what's been done to me, right? Past lives that I've been used as the feminine. Past lives that I've been, and you can, sorry, my brain is putting all sorts of like wild things together. And um, I don't want to get too complicated on things, but if you just feel into Mother Earth for a quick moment, like, and you just allow that to be the feminine, the ways that we abuse, misuse um, Earth, right? The, the, the state of Earth, it's just let me use you. Like, let me just use you. Um, let me take advantage of you. How can I make money from this? How can I, you know, what get, and so that's giving a little bit of a flavor. If you haven't worked in this territory before, if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? It's, it's being raped, the rapes, the pillages, the, the, the diminishment of the feminine, the, you know, all of that stuff being done to, it, it feels like a being done to us, right? And so having to work through that, very powerful, very healing. Like, we'll totally life transforming to work through the grief and the pain of that. It's harder. It takes longer. This is why I'm talking about those longer term programs to then get to the other side of the coin when we have to look at where we are the perpetrator, where we are the one misusing the power, where we are the ones doing this. We are it. That's masculine. That's masculine. So over here in the feminine, it's forgiving what's been done to us is how it feels or an easy way of saying that. Over here in the masculine, it's forgiving what I have done to others. How I have overpowered, how I have manipulated, how I have, what I have done to others. How I have devalued the feminine how i have um, not taken the infinite all of everything into account when i make decisions 
right? How I have been selfish, how I, now that's a whole nother level of forgiveness. Can you feel that? This is like forgiving other and maybe forgiving self also over here in the feminine for um, what, I'm not gonna go too far deep into this because this will take us forever. But then over here, it's a different level of forgiveness. Like, I forgive you. I, I forgive you for misusing power. I forgive you for being the rapist. As self, as self, I forgive you for all the killing you've done. I forgive you. That's speaking directly to our masculine. That is a hard place to see. It is a hard place to see. And it is a hard place to go. I forgive you. I, I forgive you for the bloodthirsty, you know, warrior killer who wasn't heart aligned or soul aligned. Like, I forgive you for that. I forgive you for all the atrocities that you've done to the feminine, even within my own lifetime. I can just bring it to my own lifetime. And that was a whole big piece to forgive my masculine for all the times it overrode my feminine, all the times it overrode my intuition, all the times it told me to shut the hell up, you emotional crazy bitch. We're going in this direction and you better get on board, right? That was me having to forgive my masculine for doing that to myself, right? This is tricky. This is tricky. Um, so let's talk about healing, healing the masculine. Or what are these steps to the evolution of the masculine within ourselves, within our worlds, um, within the collective, right? Like, what are these steps? And first, it's just this um, opening our eyes and being so okay to see the state that things are in. Like that's, that's the first step. Just, I'm so okay to see the state that things are in. That, that this is essential. It's step one. We, we have to be okay. And we're gonna see, so most people will never even get to this step in this lifetime. We'll never get to this step because it's so fucking painful. It's so painful to see that the whole family system was run this way, that nearly every company is run this way, that the way that you make decisions is mostly this way, that so much of your life is this way. It's crazy intense. Um, there was a line that was happening in the rewilding team when we started really moving into this, holding space for this masculine evolution and bringing consciousness to it and love to it, like love, fucking love. And I wanna talk about that too, how bringing love will change. We'll go through these steps. So we'll go through a couple of different steps on um, masculine evolution. But what came about when it was really bringing consciousness, so the step one, bringing consciousness to just the state of what is, just being open-minded, like, let me see. Let me not just see it in politics. That's fucking easy. It's fucking easy. Let me not just see it in leaders, political leaders, right? Like, let me not just see it in true and proper old boys clubs. Like, let me see it closer to home. Because that's where we're going to make a change, right? I ain't going to go change the old boys club, right? Like I could walk in to that golf club with all the dudes and be like, all right, boys, let's fucking do some rewilding. And they would be like, oh, hell no. 
Like we are so steeped in our power structures and what defines us as who we think we are. Like there, I have no fucking chance, right? I mean, I'm up for it, right? If someone's got a golf club you want to invite me to, to go do some rewilding for the masculine, I'm in, right? I mean, I will light a fire and blow some shit up and we will like open some crazy doors and hopefully blow their minds, right? Totally fuck up ego structures to really open up to something more soulful and more heartfelt and less false and more true. I'm in. But my sense (laughs) is that our doorway to this is going to be each of us individually, those who are ready, because those over there can't even hear it. They got no time for it. Like, oh, you crazy fucking witch. You crazy fucking witch talking about evolution, la la la, right? So it's up to us. It's up to us, those who are ready. And we're only ready when we're ready. So here's the thing that the team was sharing in this step one. We're still in step one, I know. We're taking our sweet time moving through this. So step one is bringing consciousness and allowing it to be seen closer to home. Get to the point where you can see it in yourself. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. But get to the point where you can see it in yourself, right? That's power in that. When we start shifting that, that's when we can um, gift our children. We can gift the generations to come. We can gift our lovers. We can gift our families. We can literally make the ripple effect change right around us, right around us. Um, So the team, we start bringing this in weeks ago. I mean, this has been happening for a long time now. Um, And I've worked in these territories before, just not with this much laser focus and this much love and this much conscious, like just, this is different. This is different. But um, one of the things shared in the team when bringing this much consciousness and love and awareness to the masculine evolution was, this is more death than I consider normal. And you can imagine, if you've been in rewilding or hanging out with me, there's a lot of death. It's a lot of death for rebirth. In transformation, it's death for rebirth, right? It's, 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 and that's just it's a beautiful way of feeling into it, of like death. What's shedding? What am I releasing? What am I letting go of? In order to open up to something new or awaken to something new, death. <laughs> this is more death than I consider normal. <laughs> that's such great words around what this masculine evolution will feel like for many of us. This is more death than I consider normal because it's so associated with ego. It's so associated with our value in the world. It's so associated with who we are and how we identify. It's so much ego death. It is so much ego death. So much ego death, right? This is more death than I consider normal. (laughs) And you can imagine the rewilding team has a pretty high capacity for a lot of death. But to hear that was just so perfect and so beautiful. And so I kind of want to share that in step one. Um, So one is bringing consciousness to it. Um, Let me feel for the second step. Um, Two is forgiveness. It's really digging deep, saying prayers, calling in grace when we have a hard time doing it, finding forgiveness. You know, maybe it's the Hawaiian Ho'oponopono prayer and maybe someone in the chat can post, post those words to that prayer, but it's finding forgiveness. It's fi- and it's forgiving both 
the masculine outside of ourselves and the masculine within. But it's finding how to forgive. I forgive you. I forgive you, dad. I forgive you, brother. I forgive you, little boys in the neighborhood that I grew up with, right? I forgive you, masculine in my mom, which was very wounded, right? Very wounded. I forgive masculine in myself. I, I forgive, I forgive, finding forgiveness, finding forgiveness, or at least compassion, at least a compassion, right? Uh, uh, this is hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. What happens when we find this forgiveness and we find this compassion? Um, let me just feel for a second. I want to get these words right. Oh my God, they're so important to get right. Um, we unhook the hooks, like the hooks unhook. It's, it's like, it's like a literal freeing. It's a freeing. And until we can find the freeing, the liberating from it, until we can figure out how to unhook the hooks. Um, hold on a second. Um, in the forgiving, we set the things free. And until we can set them free, we will keep calling them in. We will keep creating them. We will keep expecting, here's the fucked up part. We will keep expecting it to happen. We will keep expecting the date to go bad. We will keep expecting our partner in their masculine to do da da da. We will keep expecting that the next job we take will be extremely old boys club. We will keep expecting it. And it's that expectation that's also calling it in. The expectation calls it in, right? The, the assuming that it's gonna be that way, assuming that it's that way everywhere. I was talking to a woman the other day and she just went into investing, investing. Um, in the, the city, big city in the States, and it's investing in a very old school patriarchal way, right? Very old. She's like, this is so fucking disgusting. This is so disgusting. This is so disgusting. I don't know how to do it any differently though. So I'm just doing it. I'm just, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Like I'm doing it their way. I don't, I don't know how to do it any differently. I'm, I'm literally dying inside because she's very aware. I'm dying inside. This is soul sucking. This is, this is why like many of our jobs feel soul crushing. Soul is feminine. Soul is, soul is feminine. And, and when we get in these real patriarchal, old school, not honoring of soul, right? It's soul sucking, right? So um, this finding this forgiveness, finding this compassion, which allows us to come to a place of not assuming it's everywhere not expecting it to be everywhere. Therefore, we are not creating it. We are not calling it in. We, we are not being party to it staying, right? Okay. Um, <sighs> I love this. We're starting to get to the good stuff. Um, by the way, let me just pause for a quick second as we go further into these steps. Um, we are finally doing the free rewilding experience challenge that we've been talking about all stinking year. All year, we've been saying, oh, we're gonna do a big free event, right? We do them every year. Um, all year, like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's here and we're going into this territory. We're going right into this territory. We're going into the mysteries around the sacred masculine. We're going into the mysteries around the union. We're, 
I don't know what's coming. I can't, I can't share or tell you exactly what's coming. I know that we're walking deep into this territory though. We are walking into the mysteries. We're going to just open some doors and do some, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, uh, but this is taking a level of preparation that I have not experienced <laughs> in order to hold one of these big rewilding challenges. Um, like we have in the past. So you're all welcome to join us. You're all invited uh, to come and journey with us. One of the team, uh, maybe Malia or Karen, I think you're both on with the link. If you guys could drop the link um, somewhere there, Malia. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason why it's taken so long to bring this through. Let's pioneer together. That's Malia's words and that's so it. Um, She's right on this energy too and holding this space very, very deeply, like right beside me as we kind of walk into this territory. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about the challenge at the end or this rewilding experience. It's four days, it's open to anyone um, and it's just kind of our service to the world. We love doing these challenges. They take a lot, um, but they we love them um, and it's just, it's an essential for us. It's just, it's an essential um, to do big, beautiful free work out in the world um, when we're called to. And we finally are there. Uh, so you're so welcome to join us and it would be beautiful uh, to journey through that with you. Um, okay, so step two is that forgiveness. Yeah, now I'm starting to get that excited feeling again. Um, this is gonna suck for some. For some, you're gonna be like, oh, this is so good. But for some, depending on where you're at right now, right? Just depending on even how you are this day, not even necessarily on the fullness of your like journey with the masculine and the feminine or your journey with awakening and your journey with healing, right? Or your journey with growth, but just today, how you're feeling um, could really, could really bring up a little spikes or the hair on the back of your neck. But coming into three, you ready? is we move from step two, which is like the forgiveness and the compassion. And step three, we move into the worship. Do, do, do. How's that feel? <laughs> the worshiping. The worshiping of the masculine. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Who's pissed? <laughs> Who wants to jump through their screen and choke me? It's totally cool. Someone would have told me that five years ago, I would have jumped through the screen and choked myself, right? Um, it's really coming to this place of deep devotion, deep reverence, deep worshiping of the masculine. Worshiping, worshiping. Not worshiping toxic, shitty, low-level masculine. Worshiping the sacred, divine masculine. Worshiping, worshiping these heights of the masculine. But really coming to a place of authentic devotion, authentic reverence, like fucking reverence. And you have to know what the sacred masculine is in order to do it. Because for most of us, we still associate sacred masculine with wounded, toxic, shitty masculine, right? We even associate like God with shitty masculine, right? But it's really and truly being touched by the sacred masculine, 
being gifted by the sacred masculine. And until you know, sense, touch into what the sacred masculine actually is, you will never find worship. You will never be able to find devotion. You will never be able to find reverence. So it's doing whatever you're called to, to touch into what the sacred masculine actually fucking is, because it is a glorious force. It is rare to see in this world, but when you touch into it, oh, you will never be the same. You will never fucking be the same. Teresa of Avila talks about the Christ light. That was touching into the sacred masculine, right? Like this ecstasy that I cannot fucking explain. It is now my life's devotion. I am devoted to that because there is nothing like that amount of love and light and grace ever that I've touched into. That's sacred masculine. So step three, figure out what the fuck the sacred masculine actually is. Because once you are actually touched by the sacred masculine, you don't have to work to find reference or worship or devotion, right? But it's the knowing it in your bodies. It's the knowing what it is, right? It's the knowing. And then what happens is you literally, from the knowing of what it is, and this can go all the way back to the beginning of what our conversation was, what are we craving? What are we craving in the masculine, right? We're craving this. We just don't know it. We just don't know it because we haven't seen it. We haven't sensed it. We haven't touched into it. We haven't seen people express it or embody it or bring it into the world, right? Maybe we've seen it in spiritual expressions that are so far outside of ourselves, which is okay. Sometimes that's how the experiences are of the sacred masculine, but there is right now an opportunity to embody sacred masculine and bring it into this fucking world. So it's not just climb up on a mountain, meditate into the infinite all of nothingness, and that's the only time I get to be sacred masculine. No, no, no. It's different. Times are fucking changing. There is a union happening. And in the union between the masculine and the feminine is this calling him down. The myth of Parvati and Shiva, right? She calls him in. The feminine has done her rising, right? Has done enough of the reclamation collectively to now be dancing the tantrika dance of calling Shiva in. That's where we're at. Do you know that? Collectively, that's where we're at. So he doesn't have to stay high in the sky, unembodied. We're past that. That was a part of humanity. That was a part of where we were consciously of, on our evolutionary path. But now we have done enough of the feminine reclamation to call him in. That's what Parvati does. Parvati, look up the myth. I'm not gonna go super far into that, but she calls him in. It's what Shakti does. It's the gift of the feminine, right? She calls him in with her radiance with her feminine, with her fullness, with her allness, with this much life force being this awake on the planet, right? It's now finally past the tipping point of this awake and we can literally, literally, and this is what we're being asked to do. This is what this challenge will be about. So good luck to us all who are doing it, right? I mean, this is gonna be intense, but it's calling him in. Like we're here. And the feminine is now here and we're going to call you in. We're going to call you out of the void, out of nothingness. And we're fucking calling you in to embodiment. We are calling you in to life, into this world. 
That's what's on offer. That's it. And so let me bring this down to like mundane, tangible shit. So it's not like, oh God, Sabrina, like this is, this sounds great from a spiritual standpoint. Would love it. On a more mundane, physical level in our lives, in this devotion, worship step, right? You will literally watch yourself when you develop this capacity, which hopefully we'll get to this in the challenge, to us all have the capacity to, de- to do this, we will be able to inspire the divine masculine in others, in ourselves for sure, in ourselves for sure, in the people we work with, I think I blew up the internet. (laughs) Um, Okay, just need to hear uh, if we're still live, if y'all can uh, see and hear me. You're back, Lindsay says you're back. (laughs) I don't know, the Wi-Fi is normally really good here. No idea, there we go. That was like, boom, we've hit it. That's, and we're at it. Wow. Hmm. I'm just pausing for a moment. I'm not frozen. We still have Wi-Fi. Um. Hmm. I'm just feeling my heart. And uh, (laughs) the emotion that when I feel into poverty, let's um, let's just feel into that or this aspect of Shakti or this aspect of kind of where the feminine is at, right? And like sink into my heart and I feel into that space and it's just like um, it's just love it's um it's longing it's longing it's it's like this incredibly deep calling it's like deep calling um, and it's not outside of myself. Yeah, it's outside of myself, but it's also in myself. It's in the world, right? It's not, I need a human being to show up and be the masculine for me. It's, it's way beyond that. It's, um, it's a, can we, can we unite? Like, can we just, can we unite like right here? Can we find each other? Can we just find each other? It's right here, like it's right here. And what can I do? What can I do to call you in? What can I do? 
How can I stop denying you? How can I stop pushing you away? How can I stop fearing you? How can I, how can I receive you, right? How can I, how can I like prepare the ground? How can I, how can I do that? Like, what can I do? Like, this is how it feels to me. It's, and I will do whatever it is because I can feel the possibility of this union. I can feel the potential that resides in this. Like, I can feel, like, it feels like this nuclear bomb goes off. Like, this nuclear bomb of grace and love and goodness goes off when I feel into this union that takes place in my heart and in my body and in the energetics around me. And it is something that I cannot fathom what this would do in our world. I cannot fathom. I cannot fathom the changes that this would make. I think we should do this challenge. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think we should do this thing. I think we should see what happens. I think we should journey through this. Um, and maybe just let this be the springboard and the starting point for this challenge. But I don't even want to call it a challenge, this journey. Um, these three workshops, I mean, they're good and proper rewilding workshops. And then we'll do a live a Q&A at the end to talk about what the heck happened during the challenge. Um, it's really beautiful to be shown a little bit of what's coming um, in this challenge. Because uh, I didn't know. <laughs> Malia just left the link again. Um, yeah. I don't think I'm going to take questions today. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like the space to take questions. I think it's what I'd love to do is invite you all over to the Facebook group um, to share anything you want to share. If there are images or articles or wow, things on Parvati or Shiva or the union or just your experiences or words that came to you during this live let's keep talking um, let's just share so I invite you to one if it feels right for you don't do it if it doesn't feel right for you but to sign up for the challenge if it feels right for you um, and to two come over to the Facebook group and we can continue the conversation over there So I really invite the support team to maybe open up some threads where we can connect and communicate and share over there And then I just invite all of you to submit like artwork and imagery and words and articles and whatever um, around this this conversation and Kind of what's unfolding for you or what came through for you Wow um, kind of blown open and uh, really feeling this moment in time and really feeling into the potential uh, and the call, the, 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 the call. Uh, yeah, all right, wow. I will see you all when I see you, where I see you and how I see you. Thank you all for being here and co-creating this space.
I love you all so much. <laughs>